The following podcast is sponsored by our own little world daycare and learning center in Alma. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. They've been voted best of the best for 2016, 2017, and currently in two categories for 2018. Best Child Care Center and Best Preschool. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. And welcome to Airedale All Access. Wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, thank you for letting us be a part of your day. As always, I'm your host, Zach, and thank you so much. Well, last Friday, it was homecoming. The Alma Airedales were hosting the Clarksville Panthers. And the week prior, they had upset Moralton's homecoming. And so Coach was able to really focus in and tell them, hey, guys, homecoming is no fun if you do not win the game. So it was enough of a motivation point and a talking point to make sure that the Airedales stayed focused coming into this matchup. And we ended up seeing a really good high school football game. Alma was very dominant from the very beginning. Uh, Clarksville got the opening possession went down, couldn't get into the end zone, had to settle for a 22-23 yard field goal to go up 3-0. Alma then takes the opening possession for them, gets a touchdown, and I would say the turning point in this game, even though it was still in the first quarter, was on the ensuing kickoff, the Alma Airedales do an onside kick and recover it. They get a short field, turn right back around, get another touchdown, and you just saw the Clarksville sideline deflate following that onside kick, and especially after the touchdown play. Uh, At that point, Clarksville just kind of seemed to uh, had mentally checked out just a little bit. And as the night went on, it was just a long night for Clarksville. Uh, There wasn't uh, a whole lot to be said in that regard. As the final score, the Alma Airedales 55, the Clarksville Panthers 29. Uh, so your Airedales move to 4-0 in 5A West play with a critical matchup this upcoming Friday against the Harrison Golden Goblins, who are also coming into the matchup 4-0 in the 5A West. But before we dive in previewing what we're going to expect to see against Harrison, let's just go over some of the uh, stats from the Clarksville game. Now, uh, Clarksville in this matchup uh, coming into Friday night was averaging 300 yards rushing per game. Yes, 300 yards rushing. They were averaging like 55 yards passing. So this was a very unconventional stout running game that really reminded me of the Valonia Eagles old double wing tee. It's just break it down to the base elements. It's assignment football. You need to make sure that you're not letting someone else do your job. You have to trust that the players around you are doing what they are responsible for. And for the most part, Alma was able to limit the opportunities that Clarksville had. They did not allow too many big plays on them. And they ended up getting their yardage. Again, not a matter if, just when they were going to get their yardage. They ended up finishing the night on 62 rushes for 431 yards. Uh, The Airedales on 30 rushes finished with 302. And they also managed a sack for a loss of two yards. Uh, The defense stepped up in a really big way for uh, Alma. That was probably the biggest thing for them on the night was at least managing a sack, ended up getting two recovered fumbles, three interceptions on the night. Uh, again, no surprise here. 
Colton Bowerman's leading the way on this Airedale defense. He had uh, 20 tackles on the night. Uh, following right behind was uh, Shelton with 10, and Jensen had 9, along with uh, Chronister at 9. And Jensen had a really great play, uh, had a, a total for lost yardage of minus 12. Um, Prestige had a play where uh, ended up getting a loss of yardage for 6. So this defense is playing collectively very well, they're not allowing them to get beat deep, and they are definitely a defense that is of the bend but do not break mentality more often than not, which is uh, something I am pleased to see. It's going to be a really fun matchup with Harrison this upcoming Friday, but let's continue breaking down some of the things here with uh, Clarksville. Um, one of my biggest takeaways is, again, special teams. Uh, special teams for the third week in a row saw something in film study and went for an onside kick, ended up getting it, gave Alma the short field to be able to turn around and get another score up very quickly and just to add a little bit more cushion on that lead. And you cannot understate the importance of being able to build, maintain a lead, and hold it throughout the rest of the night. Uh, Clarksville's only lead of the night was that first possession of the game where they went down, kicked a field goal to go up 3-0. After that, Alma scored on back-to-back possessions and did not look back as they cruised to that 55-29 win. It was a one of the better overall games that I have seen from Alma this season where the defense, the offense, and the special teams were all clicking on all cylinders and it just flowed so well. And when you've got all three phases of the game operating at such a high level, it is a potent, a very potent combination. And that's exactly what the scoreboard reflected at the end of the night with that 55-29 decision in Alma's favor. But before we transition over to the Harrison matchup on Friday night, let's cue up that audio from Coach Doug Lockridge. Well, first and foremost, congratulations. You guys got your homecoming win a week before. You guys had upset Moralton, so obviously was able to stress the team all last week about how homecoming's no fun if you don't win the game. It seemed that the players responded very well. You guys have won your fourth straight game. You're 4-0 in the 5A West. You defeated Clarksville 55-29. Uh, to So what was the message to the team shortly after the conclusion of the ball game? You know, at the end of the game, we were just back able to reflect on you know the the work we'd put in all the week and just you know making sure we didn't suffer that letdown against Clarksville after the having the big emotional win against Moralton and and now we put ourselves in a position to play for a conference championship against Harrison and you know you know like I said earlier uh, no one nobody would have gave anything for us starting out 0 and 3 in the way we played against Russellville and the only people that believed in us I think were were the people in that room that night after that and knowing that that we're about to start the second part of our season and, and get ready for conference and you know like I told the, the players at the the night after we got beat by Russellville you know those three losses only meant that we couldn't go undefeated you know we can we still had a lot before us and now look where we're at we're starting week five of conference we're 4-0 playing another 4-0 team harrison's coming here for senior night you know a chance for us to get our third conference championship in a row uh the first time since 1995 for alma to win three conference championships in a row well, before we dive into the uh, Harrison matchup for uh, this Friday, let's go ahead and revisit uh, last Friday against Clarksville. Uh, my first takeaway was your defense. 
Uh, defense had a phenomenal night. Uh, just a couple of the uh, players that stood out was Colton Bowerman, Shelton, Jensen. Uh, Bowerman led the team with 20 tackles. Shelton had 10. Uh, Jensen had nine tackles. Also had a, a really big tackle for loss for minus 12 yards against the Panthers. You guys got two recovered fumbles, three interceptions. Uh, granted, uh, we knew coming into this game that uh, Coach Buckner and his sons were heavy on the ground game. What no matter if, just when they were going to get that yardage and just making sure that your defense bent just enough but didn't break, and they came through for you on Friday. They did. You know, our challenge was to make them drive the field, uh, let them screw up and turn the ball over. And, you know, we traded touchdowns for, for field goals there for a while. But just, you know, with what they do on offense, it just gives you so many fits because you don't see that every week. You can't prepare for it. You can't get your scout team to prepare for it. And they do a really good job running it. And, uh, you know, just hats off to, to Coach Marsh but with staying patient and doing what we did on defense, trying to find the best case scenario that we could to put our players in to make plays. And I'm just glad the way that the kids played and how hard they played and just made them earn every bit of it. And, you know, the big – the big difference was the turnovers and uh, uh, letting them hold them to field goals and not touchdowns. And with your offense, uh, I got to highlight Keegan Roseberry for you guys. Uh, Keegan has done a phenomenal job uh, following the non-conference slate. You guys played a tough dog schedule, as you called it, and uh, Keegan's just been uh, firing on all cylinders since you guys have transitioned into the 5A West play. Uh, last Friday, he had 14 carries, over 156 yards. Uh, really led that ground attack, really helped to uh, give your offensive line time to also set up some uh, play action and just give Tennant and Landon time to actually find Grayson Bailey and a couple of the players downfield. Well, what Keegan does when he's running the ball the way he does, it, is, uh, it takes a little of the pressure off of Blair as the quarterback. Uh, takes away from quarterback run game and 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 it loosens up the passing game a little bit and play action stuff. So when when you know he averaged over ten yards a carry just about last week. So when he's running the ball that well, uh, that just opens up lots and lots of things for our offense to do because we got some other sealed guys that are you know that are great weapons as well. But you know that couldn't happen without our offensive line and what they do. You know they're they're knocking people off the ball, creating run lanes, and he just takes a handoff and goes. And your special teams, third week in a row, onside kick, following a touchdown, because Clarksville drove down earlier, only managed a field goal. You guys responded with a touchdown, up seven to three. What was the decision, and what, what did special teams see to go for that onside kick again this week? Just saw that, you know, we were having kind of trouble stopping them, so we wanted to try to get – had. We want our best defenses for our offense to have the ball and keep it out of their hands. So um, we just thought that that it'd be better if we could get a cheap one real quick and keep back to our offense and you know take time off the clock and you know play field position and try to drive down and even if we didn't score, maybe get a field goal or or uh, or at least put them in in a bad situation where they'd have to drive most of the field to 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 get a score. Well, to Almost in the night, it was almost just a capstone night for you guys. Uh, Clarksville was still playing very aggressive in the final moments in the fourth quarter, and you guys still played aggressive as well just because of how they were interacting with you. But uh, Levi Prestige had a touchdown, big guy touchdown, but unfortunately we had a penalty on got called back. But 
effort, defensive snap, set up sprint, 80-something yards. Uh, kid had a lot of hustle and a lot of heart for you on Friday night. He did. He, he played every snap on offense, played a lot of snaps on defense because of what we were seeing. And uh, that final play, Carson Minot hits the guy when he's throw it, forces a bad throw. Levi made a great, great play, picked it up right before it touched the ground and just took off. And there was just a whole bunch of Airedales leading him up to the end zone. And and uh, got called back. We've got a we got a blindside block penalty from the from the initial spot of the, of the interception and brought it back. But anyway, it's off for not. We still got out with a win and everybody was healthy and that was a big win for us. Well, and our AiredaleNation.com Player of the Week is Levi Prestige. Uh, again, just as we talked about, had that play. Even though it got called back, seeing the effort and what he contributed to your team on Friday night, uh, very well deserved for him. Very, very proud of Levi, and he's just—he's just a great senior, and you know. This team is—he's a big part of the building blocks of this team, and you know, he just comes to work every day and is, is selfless and does whatever he can for the team, and that's the type of guys we have to have. Well, you guys have a, as we've already stated, you have a huge matchup this upcoming Friday night with the uh, Harrison Goblins. They're coming into the matchup also 4-0 in 5A West play. Um, what are some of your tentative plans at this point with uh, limiting Gabe Husky? And Ben Johnson at uh, running back and quarterback, respectfully. Uh, Gabe's averaging 151 yards a carry at this point, uh, passing yards per game. Johnson's doing about 143. So, what are some ideas and things that you guys are going to try and maybe throw at him again? Well, you know, we've got to limit the big play. Uh, Husky is their best player on our football team, and uh, we've got to limit what he does. Uh, we're not going to stop him, we've got to slow him down. Um, we're, we're going to have to eliminate the big play and make them drive the, the field and not give them. Uh, big touchdowns. Um, we've got to be able to stop the run, number one, first and foremost, because that's what their strength is. And then when they do throw it, we got to be sound not to let the big play get behind us. Um, offensively, they've got a really good defense. they put up great numbers. Uh, we're going to have to be sure we can establish a run game like we have. And even if we don't establish a run game, we got to be patient enough to, to stay with it. And I think Coach Gunner will do a great job of that, you know, uh, which will open up some passing lanes later for Landon Blair. But, you know, we can't we, we can't uh, let them get some big scores and have to play catch-up with them. We're going to have to keep it tight the whole game and win it in the fourth quarter. Well, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up happening because last season, a uh, very similar matchup when you guys looked at it on paper, very mirror images of one another, and uh, you guys ended up getting away with a 35-34 win at their place, so I'm sure they want to try and return the favor this Friday with uh, beating you guys here at home. Uh, so what's been the message to the team with it being a conference championship type game and focusing in, putting that Clarksville win behind them, the homecoming win, and focusing on this Friday? Well, it's not hard to get them to get ready to go to work this week. You know, uh, our kids know, and, and they've played in a conference championship game every year since they've been sophomores. And a lot of them have got playing time as sophomores. So they, they know the importance of big games. They know how to prepare for big games. They know how to prepare for uh, playoff type games and be successful. So they know how to come to work. The good thing is these sophomores are seeing how these seniors know how to come to work for these big games like this. And, and uh, it'll just spread down the culture, you know, as every year from now on, uh, you know, we've played some really good football teams. If you look, you know, Springdale right now is six and one They're all, and just got through beating Harbor. Um, Harrison is a good football team, but they're not the best team we've seen this year. So um, our kids know that we've had chances against really, really good football teams and we can play with them. So they have a little, those losses I think still give them some confidence because of what they've seen uh, the first three weeks. 
Well, the Goblins and Airedales have played some epic games against each other throughout the years, especially in the 90s with uh, Tommy Tice, Frank Vines games. Those are very memorable across the state when people think of an Alma Harrison matchup. And more importantly, this Friday, it's actually senior night. This is your guys' last home stand of the season. You guys are going to be on the road for uh, the regular season at Greenbrier and at Huntsville. So with it being senior night, what can you say about this uh, senior class and what, what have they contributed to your football program over the last three years? And uh, in addition to that, with their motto of destroy the doubt, how well they've uh, really made that their identity this year? You know, this is a very special class for me. Number one is the class that, that my son is in and been a part of all the way through uh, with Colton being in that group. Uh, this is the first class that was seventh graders my first year to be here as head coach so it always also makes them a special group because i've seen them grow from you know playing sixth grade flag football and seventh grade football to now seniors competing for a conference championship so i've known these kids you know their whole football life here at alma uh, so it makes it really special um so you know senior night will be a special night for us because you know we get to celebrate uh, their career here at alma honor them and their parents in front of the whole crowd and you tie that to a conference championship night there's a big big importance to it so uh, you know it'll be a it'll be a very very emotional night for these guys it'll be an emotional night for their parents it'll be an emotional night for our coaches because you know of what these guys have done to the program uh what the idea of this team is you know there, there's not any any just big time superstars on this in this group. They're they're all selfless and they're all you know just a great football team. They all have their part and they excel at their what their job is and you know and that's what they focus on. And uh, you know they they were a little they didn't really take it uh, very kindly you know at the beginning of the year when everybody picked against them and thought that you know they couldn't return for a conference championship or would finish fourth you know like they were picked in Hootons and. Uh, you know, that's what I told them beginning of the year. You know, that's not where Alma's supposed to be, and they they've took that and ran with it. They they love being the underdog. They're going to be the underdog this week. Hootens already has us picked by three point underdogs at home on senior night, so they love playing that role. And they love just kind of uh, showing showing everybody what they are made of and what they can do. And just like Coach said, it's senior night in Alma on Friday night. Kickoff scheduled for seven o'clock against uh, Harrison. And, you know, just some things of note to be able to look out for whenever Harrison comes into town. Uh, as we mentioned in that interview, uh, Gabe Husky is the uh, main go-to player for the Goblins. He's averaging 151 yards rushing per game overall. Total yardage, he's doing 226. Uh, Johnson at quarterback's doing 143. So those two right there are going to be the ones that the defense is going to have to really find a way to disrupt that offense and uh, limit them. Uh, you're not going to stop them completely. You just have to limit the opportunities that they're going to have. And the biggest thing that's going to have to step up is the Airedale defense. Once again, they have risen to the challenge each and every single week. It's been a unique situation for them throughout. But uh, Colton Bowerman is leading this Airedale defense that's averaging 80 tackles per game with 12.9. Carspineau is averaging at least one sack per game. And if you can get in there, disrupt Gabe Husky in the backfield, uh, rattle Johnson in the pocket, uh, you're going to see a very 
back-and-forth matchup between these teams because uh, rushing yards right now, Harrison's averaging about 250. Uh, Alma has uh, climbed up to 157 rushing yards per game. Uh, passing, Harrison's averaging 165 to Alma's 146. So total yardage, the Harrison Goblins out-edge the Airedales by 415 to 303. And again, I'm telling you, the defense is going to be the one that ends up winning this game. Uh, just that old adage of defense wins championships. This is a conference championship caliber game. You're going to need the Airedale defense to step up, limit those opportunities for the Harrison offense to be able to gouge you, and don't allow them to get the big play throughout the night. Um, it's just one of those where... Harrison has been very on point throughout the whole year. They've come through non-conference, and they've hit the 5A West stretch very hard. Uh, they're averaging about uh, 44 points per game right now. Uh, Alma is averaging about 28 points per game. And just seeing the performance that this team's been able to put together as they've hit the 5A West stretch, this is something that we've seen the improvements all throughout the non-conference. We've seen the improvements throughout conference play, and they would not be where they were at if things were not working out for them. And it's almost similar to the Moralton matchup from a few weeks ago for Alma to be able to secure this game. Things just have to fall in the right place for them offensively, defensively, special teams. You've got to have the offensive line giving the quarterback time to be able to make plays downfield. You've got to establish your running game with Roseberry. You need to be able to chew up and eat as much clock as possible with the running game on Friday night. Uh, you want to limit their opportunities on offense. Uh, as Coach stated in that interview with Harrison, it really does appear to be that the best defense is going to be giving your offense the ball throughout the night. So if your defense can force those three and outs, make them have to punt, make them have to drive a long field, more and more likely that Alma's going to be able to keep this game close and get an opportunity to walk away with a win on senior night on Friday night. Again, kickoff scheduled at 7 p.m. at Airedale Stadium. Hope to see everyone there, and as always... Go Airedales.